0: Welcome to the Church Home Parenting Podcast. My name's Damon, and my wife, Christine, and I have the privilege of being the Church Kids Pastors here. And I got to tell you something. Growing up, I was a wallflower. I was one of those kids that was so self-conscious and so self-aware, sometimes it was crippling. In fact, one time in high school, uh, the coach of the football team asked my dad if I'd try out. And so I went and looked at the practice. And I remember walking up to the railing of the stadium and looking out over this practice going on at the sheer size of the men that were playing. Because granted, I didn't start growing until I was like a junior in high school. So I weighed like 80 pounds, sopping wet. And, And I'll never forget this moment looking at all these people and this feeling that came over me that was like, ah, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I, I literally turned around and told my dad, no, I don't want to play, and, and walked away. And so fast forward a number of years, I become a dad. And isn't it funny how it's usually the things that you dealt with when you were little that are those trigger issues with your own kids? Mm-hmm. And part of that is because you don't want and I don't want my kids and your kids to turn out or go through the things that we did. And for me, confidence is one of the absolute top priorities uh, in my heart for my children. In fact, before Christine and I had kids, we decided, what do we want our priorities to be? So we literally came up with a phrase. And the phrase is this, is we're Stroms and Stroms are confident, joyful, and we lead by serving others. So if you don't realize it, that's number one on the list. And part of that was just because of issues of insecurity and all that that I grew up with and going, you know what, God, that was then, but you've got a different plan for my kids. And isn't that amazing that God has a different plan for our kids? And he'll actually take some of the things that we had to go through and deal with, and he'll use that to the advantage of our children and really glory to glory. So today... What I did was I thought to myself, who has the most confident kids I have ever met? And so I have invited the two and only (laughs) Billy and Jen Huffman to join us on the show today. You guys, welcome to the Church Home Parenting Podcast.
1: Oh, we're honored to be here. Thanks for
0: having us, man. It's going to be fun. So tell us a little bit about your kids.
2: Well, they're Judah, Caleb, and Serenity. Uh, Judah's 18, Caleb's 17, Serenity is 13. And um, yeah, we love them. We've been raising them for most most of their life, you know. <laughs> yeah. Except for those two years Talked where you lost them. Years. Yeah, we lost them for a spell there, and then found them. And um, it's shocking to me, Damon, that you—I would have never known that you—that's how you grew up as a kid. Because now you have the body of a Greek god, totally. and you're just—that's
0: actually why Should I, I wanted been? you on the show—is to yeah. say things like that. Yeah. No, but you. Uh, you guys know this but I have I've come to you multiple times you know over the years that we've we've known each other and have told you what did you do to to make your kids and to help your kids be so confident when I think about my boys and when I think about my daughter if my boys and my daughter can grow up to be as confident as your kids I will be a happy man, man. Um, and so really Thanks. today the goal of our conversation today is, is to talk about some things and and ask some questions about maybe what were some of the things that you guys did or maybe didn't do, Um, you did right or did wrong, but to help lead your kids to this place where it's very easy to see that, A, they know that you love them unconditionally, Mm -hmm. and they also know that Jesus loves them unconditionally. Mm -hmm. So, So just kicking things off, every single person that's listening to the podcast right now, if you ask them, do you want your kids to be confident, the answer will be yes. Right. But how we go about that mm-hmm. is across the board. So for the two of you, as a mom, as a dad, what were some of those things that you did, uh, maybe consciously, maybe unconsciously, that helped grow such a solid confidence in your kids' life?
1: Yeah, I've been you've been kind of tossing this whole question around, it's a big question. Um, obviously, we didn't do everything perfect and we're still continuing to do it. Uh, so we're with everyone, it's a journey. Um, I think. You know, the thing that came to my mind right out the door was, our home was full of a lot of fun and a lot of love, Mm. and on top of that, a lot of consistency of just um, loving our kids, um, having a lot of fun, being intentional, and then um, I think you know, each season of life—you've got the babies, the the middle school age, the high school age—is the other word comes to mind is consistency. Consistency with the way we love them, the way we created boundaries. Consistent with those boundaries, I think over time, you know, you you kind of figure things out as you go. You you realize, oh, this is this stuff's really working, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you have a kid that's confident but also um, fun mm-hmm. and adaptable, and um, p- other people like to be around them. You know, that's kind of the question I ask: is I want to raise a kid that not only do I enjoy being with, but other people enjoy being around. So,
0: yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I
2: think intentionality. You know, I mean, honestly, how um, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, you can—some of it, I just think, is just the absolute grace. I mean, the majority of it, 90% of it, is just the absolute grace of God. And I think a small portion of it was us just being really intentional, mm-hmm. you know, with the children. Um, we both come from good families, not perfect families by any stretch of the imagination, but good families. And I think, you know, we just— it's not a game to us, kids. It should be fun, and having kids should be fun. But we we're just intentional about, you know, what we wanted our children to look like as as adults, you know, and um, you know what we want to look like as parents. And I think just being intentional, and I think mm-hmm. what you said is true. I mean, I think pizza nights and ice cream nights are very important. You know, we were very intentional about probably being honest with our kids, and if at times when we had to discipline or reprimand, but then we were super intentional about. Um, let them know we love them just for no reason, not just saying it but doing it and having fun. So like mm-hmm. literally pizza nights, and we do these things called pajama rides. You know, up until when it, they were embarrassed, but until they got embarrassed, like just wake them up after they've been sleeping for twenty minutes and throw them in the car in their pajamas and go get ice cream. Um, and so just things like that that you know, family's a big deal, and I think confidence comes when you have. I mean, you can go through a lot, right? If you know you have a group at home or so a, an immediate family, not everyone gets that, mm-hmm. and so I think we blessed enough to have that, so we just leaned into it.
1: And I think one of the things that, when they were little, the fun, the love, the consistent—you know—maybe affirmation in a good way and in an also challenging way—is it breeds security in small children. They can count on mom and dad. They—they're actually seeing in our lives a consistency and confidence, but also creates security in them as little kids. And then as they grow older, that continues to grow on the inside of them.
0: Now, I know what you're thinking. This is the greatest podcast that's ever been created in the history of the world. And, you know, I thank you for that. But let's be honest. As parents, we want to connect directly with other moms and dads that are in the exact same season of life as us and be able to talk with them and interact. Well, do you know that Church Home Global has an app where you can do just that there is a group on the church home global app called the church kids parenting group and in it you can join conversations around numerous different topics on parenting read exclusive articles written by incredible parents and you know maybe if you want to start a parenting group of your own you can download church home global at the app store or google play i'm also on the app so come and find me follow me and let's be friends I love what you said, Jen, about, you know, the consistency and the fun and the, dis- the discipline, all the aspects, all those aspects are creating an environment where the kid, you said where the kids get to be themselves, mm-hmm. which is another way to say is they get to be who they really are. Yeah. Which brings up this whole idea of what is confidence, right? Like you ask 10 different people and you're probably gonna get a myriad of different answers. And I think for a lot of people, um, the idea of a confident child is like the type A, alpha dog, yeah. the domineering one, mm-hmm. the interrupter, the one that doesn't care, right? And is just kind of the bull in the china shop, the best athlete. And, and some of the things that I absolutely love about your kids is how their confidence manifests itself in that I don't know if I've met three other children who... Uh, Are more comfortable in their own skin, love who they are. And that internal confidence produces this joy Hmm. and happiness and laughter, like you were saying, but also your kids are serving and they're leading. And even though your oldest is 18 years old, um, they're all leading. And it's just this thing I've seen and watched your kids that they're leading kids that are younger than them. And so maybe talk about what does the the concept, I guess if you could say in your minds, what would that ideal confidence manifest itself as? Does that make sense? What does it look like?
2: Yeah, I mean, and I think you're right. I think there's so many answers to that. And there's probably a lot of right answers to what is confidence. Mm -hmm. I think for us, and I don't know if I have a definition, but I think confident people make other people feel confident. Um, and I think, like, if if someone has confidence, they don't have to pretend they have confidence. They don't have to do the alpha dog or um, be a personality or outgoing necessarily. But they could even be kind of soft spoken, but they bring confidence to the room. They'll make others feel confident. They'll make others. They disarm situations. They make. And so I think Jen and I, we we try to live our lives that way. Not always has that been the truth. God knows I have my insecurities in life. We all do, but. I think trying to live that way and make sure that our kids know that it's okay authenticity is a big family value for us just Mm -hmm. being authentic and i think um being honest with our kids at a young age and i think probably one of the i think
1: awareness would be oh yeah that's good really teaching i think self-awareness yeah when you were talking that we really i think we worked hard at really instilling in them an individual confidence like serenity is so different than caleb and that's a, it's a beautiful thing. And we had to really work at not comparing our kids, yeah. mm-hmm. but loving and uniquely, you know, even even if I say the word discipline loving, it, it looked different for Caleb than it did Judah and learning along the way to do that. But self-awareness, I, I mean, there, there were so many opportunities where our kids could have just kind of done things with people, situations. But we went behind, you know, closed doors and addressed those things later on.
2: We have to tell our kids, especially at a young age, who they are. I mean, mm-hmm. how does a
1: four-year-old know who they are?
2: They, right. How does how does a twelve-year-old know who they are? It's mm-hmm. kind of our job, by God, to tell these kids who they are and not make them be what we want them to be. Right. I played football in high school and college. My boys played football in high school, and they were not very good. Caleb now is is very good, but he doesn't even play football anymore. And there was a part of me that wanted to make them play football, mm-hmm. you know, and be that guy. And I had to fight oh. it. And I was just like, I'm just not going to do it. I want them to be. I want them to have fun. I want them to be who they are. And I think one of the ways Jen alluded to is we we insist, we have insisted from a very young age that our kids be grateful. Just be grateful mm. for whatever they get. And I think that breeds confidence. I think gratitude affects the way we live. It affects the way we talk. And sometimes it might even masquerade as confidence, which in my opinion isn't a bad thing. You know, a grateful yeah. person kind of comes off confident because they're just grateful for things um, that they don't have, grateful for things they do have. There's this one story um, – our kids from a young age, we taught them like when you get gifts, you know, um, say thank you to whoever gave them to you. Like, take a moment each time at birthday parties or whatever, you know, because I can't stand. Right. I've been at so many parties where like kids just like take gifts and throw them to the side. If there's no money in the card, they chuck it, you know. And I've even been in like other rooms being like, you could say thank you. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to help. And you know what? Here's Back the thing backseat parenting. <laughs> hey, if your kid's a brat, it's not their fault. It's the parents' fault. Uh, That's uh, how uh, I feel. Almost. Honestly. Like, I mean, how does a seven year old no. know they're being a brat? They totally. don't even know. Mm-hmm. I look at parents like, hey, you let your kid be that way. There was one uh, Christmas when we were here, one of the first years we moved to Seattle, and Serenity was three, and my mom was with, living with us at that time, and she got this gift for Serenity, and it was this, ma- I mean, the box was as big as a car, as big as a vehicle, and Serenity, you know, it was sitting in front of the tree for, you know, a week, so Serenity is losing her mind, as any three-year-old would, like, what is in this box, and so when she opens it during Christmas, it's it, within the box is another box. And then within that box is another box. And you know where I'm going. And by the time she got to the actual present, I mean, it's as big as a shoe box <laughs> and you open it up as a stuffed turtle. <laughs> and first,
1: she didn't even know so what a turtle so my daughter yeah She starts
2: crying. She's like, she goes weird and starts to cry. Which my first reaction was to be like, you know, with my three year old daughter, I didn't thank God, but I wanted to be like, hey, you're grateful. You know, and I felt bad and, I kinda did look at my mom and like, Mom, like like, why would you give her a car? (laughs) You know, and then so and my mom felt bad, but we kinda let her we kinda let her cry it out a little bit, then, you know, we decided not to just cross like move on. We're like, We're gonna take a moment here in the middle of Christmas, Mm. opening gifts and I said, walked over and I said, Hey this is such a great turtle. We tried to make a win out of it. We named a turtle. I think we named it Slowpoke. And she started laughing a little bit. And I said, look how soft he is. And will you go tell grandma thank you? And she did. And my mom felt terrible. It's a great gift. She just kind of played it way over. Um, and But even at those moments, you know, at three years of age, we thought it was important to not, not just let that pass, but like, hey. And not also scold her for, I mean, I would have thought that was weird, too, you know, as a grown adult. So I think we've just been intentional about those things. And I think it breeds confidence.
0: That's amazing. I love what you said, Billy, about not letting the moment pass. Yeah. And it's like, man, you think about parenting and like, what is parenting? I mean, it's it's like working to be able to have a roof over our kids' heads and then put shoes on their feet and homework and all that. But that's just the basics. And things really start to kick in and get exciting when you realize parenting is just this massive collection of moments. Yeah. Thousands of moments. And and if you're not looking for them, they just like slip right past. Right. And to to be a parent that in the midst of all the craziness, right, to go, you know what? I think this is important. Mm-hmm. And to stop, put everything on hold, and then have a conversation. Yeah. And to talk it through, right? Because it's so much easier just to drop the hammer, right? And be right. like, be grateful and say thank you and then and then move on. Right. That's easy. But it doesn't teach anything. And and in that moment, you taking the time to get down on Serenity's level to look her in the eye and explain, hey, this is, in a sense, this is who we are. This is who you are. And what that does to help shape the identity, which then grows confidence, right? Because there's that analogy that um, there was a schoolyard, and they didn't put a fence up. And the kids from the school played right in the middle of the field in a very tight circle. And then the moment they put up a perimeter fence, the kids went everywhere. Hmm. Because they felt safe to go sure. explore. Right? Because they knew this is where I get to roam, yeah. right? right? This, is, this is our place. And, and to think about how even those conversations, those little moments, that you know, probably for the two of you, we're just okay. This is wait, one more time. We're gonna have this conversation again. Yeah. We're going around this mountain again to realize that was another board in the fence, so to speak, that has, in a lot of ways, allowed your kids to become who they really are. Mm-hmm. And you know, getting back to your other comment, Billy, that I loved you talking about football. Man, isn't it so easy to live vicariously through our kids? Totally. Right. And we try and shoehorn them, and that winds up backfiring like
2: worst, very poorly. Look at every sitcom we ever watched, like where these kids like mock their parents and it's, and they resent their parents. And I think, I think there's a lot to be said in the early years now. I mean, our sons are 17 and 18. We still got a little bit to go, but they're, they're about to be out of the house. But I think, you know, doing these things, being intentional, some people like, well, they're young. We'll kind of do it when they understand. There's so much that they catch, whether they understand it or not. And I think you have moments when children are young, you know, those elementary years and those middle school years.
1: I think just as parents, take take attention, you know, take time. You only have one opportunity. They're only gonna be five years old for one year and then they're gonna be six. And if you can I think in those moments remind yourself, Okay, slow down, correct, love, adjust, and then move forward. Kids respond. They wanna do right, they wanna mm-hmm. be loved, they wanna be obedient. But it's, it's like Billy said, it's us as parent. it's a parent thing. You know, a child doesn't throw a fit just because anywhere and everywhere, It, it a parent has to take the time to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. and, it, and it put some attention there. And so I would probably encourage parents, take more attention, take more time to uh, slow down. And I think for me, personality wise, I would have to constantly remind myself, the most important thing is this moment right now with Serenity at 13. Right.
0: I love what you said, Jen, about about every child wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, watching the two of you interact with your kids, one thing I've noticed is, like, every time they walk away from you, you'll be like, I love you. I love you. And if you haven't had the privilege of meeting Billy yet, Billy uh, is a man's man, and he's a big guy. and 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 I love it <laughs> because you defy some of those cultural stereotypes of what a man should be in that a man is hard a man is is demanding and all that and to watch how you have showered your kids with love and verbally you speak it over them all the time even now when you know you have you have teenagers and it doesn't change and to think how as parents the opportunity that we have like you're saying jen to constantly reaffirm our love for them and constantly tell them how much they mean to us and constantly tell them who they are and how that begins to shape who they are on the inside, which is confidence. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just appreciate the two of you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm I'm so grateful for your example as parents that you guys were teaching me and teaching countless other parents when you didn't even realize you were. And fruit speaks for itself. And like I said, my kids get to turn out like yours I'll be I'll be a happy guy. Love you, man. If my kids. sons get
2: a six-pack like yours, I will be a happy guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for everybody that's listening, this is a conversation. We would love to hear from you. So if you have a specific question or maybe a topic that you'd like to hear discussed on the show, email me right now at parenting at and we'll incorporate those into the show. From myself and everyone in the Church Home family, we love you guys. And thanks for listening. And remember, You're not in this alone. We're on this parenting adventure together.